Welcome to the Momentum Makers Podcast, the podcast for network marketers, where top-ranking six- and seven-figure earners from across the industry and around the world authentically discuss what they've learned, the proven practices they put in place that drive their success, and even the decisions they've made that didn't work out so well so you can avoid them. Whether you're new to the business or you've been at it several years, the Momentum Makers Podcast is the can't-miss show for growing your network marketing business. Here's your host, Tony Ferraro. Hey guys, it's Tony Ferraro here with another episode of Momentum Makers, the podcast for network marketers. And super excited today to talk about LinkedIn prospecting. Uh, Such a great topic as people are trying to grow their network. And I've got Andrew Eaton with us today. uh, And I'm really excited about that. Andrew, why don't you take a couple minutes to kind of share a little bit about yourself? Great, Tony. Awesome to be here. Thanks very much for having me. And certainly certainly is a privilege. So yeah, my name is Andrew Eaton. I come from South Africa. I live in a small coastal town north of Durban on the east coast of South Africa called Salt Rock. And it really is network marketing that's enabled me to live in this town, Tony. Um, It's, uh, I like to say, I used to be able to say up until about five, six months ago that there's no traffic light in, in my town, but now there's one. And uh, so I can no longer, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I've been involved as a network marketing professional now since 2011. Prior to that, what I had is my own IT business. So I had my own IT business from 2000 to 2008. And it's so interesting, Tony, that I'm talking to you right now during, during a global, a global recession. Yes. Put on steroids by COVID-19, but I think, you know, we, I think this recession was coming anyway. And I lost my IT business in the 2008 recession. And, uh, and so for the next couple of years, what I did, Tony, is I just sort of went and found myself a job, kept a roof on our heads, barely making ends meet, and had no real purpose in life. It was just, I guess I was in that proverbial rat race. And uh, you know how they say that every now and then in life, maybe once or twice in your life, something happens that drastically alters the course of your life. Well, for me, that happened in 2011. Uh, my wife and I found out that our little two-year-old girl at that stage was autistic. And I just realized, oh. that, yeah, well, it's been a blessing in disguise, Tony. Um, That's you know, good. She's, uh, she's been the reason why we are here today. In fact, both my children, which I'm going to get to in a moment, both my children are autistic. And they've been a big reason behind us wanting to create a network marketing business so that they could have uh, parents who work from home, fully home-based, and have sure. the time and the money to to put into everything that they that they need. And that was my why. In 2011, I, knew, I realized, as the late, great Jim Rowan used to say, uh, for, for things to change, I need to change. And for things to be different, I need to do something different. And the answer for me was, was finding network marketing because I didn't have enough money to start anything traditional again. So I got plugged into network marketing, made my mistakes, had no mentors back in that time, just had a big why and the desire to go. So with no real mentors for the first year or two, I just went out and made a lot of mistakes, but I did it enough to somehow uh, within the first six to eight months start making more money from my part-time gig than I was from my full-time gig. Uh, So I was able to quit my job after six to eight months. I can't exactly remember when, after exactly how many months. And then for the next couple of years, found some mentors, some of them who I'll mention during our chat. And really just clung on to what they had to say and built a professional business. So much so that five, six years later, by 2016, I'd become a six-figure income earner in the network marketing profession and our lives had drastically changed. Um, so we were able to retire my wife out of her job, retire her um, into, retire, well, 
moved to a small little coastal village where our children are no longer in a big city and accepted in a, in a smaller community. And we get to do everything from home. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I'm very passionate about what, about the profession. I love what we do. And, you know, I believe it's one of the, if not the only profession in the world that can help an average person like myself drastically change their life. That's really fantastic. Yeah. You know, the, the, the level of provision that network marketing can provide, uh, and it's unexpected. You know, you don't grow up thinking you're going to be a network marketer. It, 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 uh, you know, people stumble into it and they find their feet and they run, uh, and find success. So congratulations to you and your family. That's awesome. Uh, part of how you grow your business is using social media. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, uh, you know, how to prospect in an online environment. Uh, we'll talk mostly about LinkedIn, but of course, we'll talk about some other things as well. Um, so kind of at, 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 at a high level, if you would, uh, talk to me about how you prospect. Okay. That's a great question, Tony. You know, I, I've always believed, and I'm a very visual person. So in my mind, I see things. And, you know, so many people think that when they go into social media, they have to be someone different to who they are. And that's the first thing I want to say to people is I've always been the same person on social media that I am outside of social media. You know, I don't all of a sudden get myself a different persona, etc. Because what I believe social media, what I believe Facebook to be or a LinkedIn, and those are the two main ones that I use. I'm starting to learn Instagram. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, that's where they all tell you you have to be. And I'm being mentored nicely there right now. But but, you know, for me, it's always been Facebook and, and LinkedIn. And, and what I view that to be, if you can imagine, Tony, if you if you went to a big network marketing convention and uh, or a big networking convention, this big hall and everyone's handing out their cards and just chatting, you know, you, the, you, you're not going to go up to the person and say, hi, my name's Tony um, and blah, 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 throw up all over your business, throw, throw all up all over them about your business. And, you know, that's a mistake so many people make in social media. Uh, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, they'll say hello and then just start throwing up. So for me, I start conversations. I, I I connect with someone and I just start conversations. Now, it's a little bit different on Facebook than it is on LinkedIn, but people don't care how much you know or what you have until they know how much you care. So all business is conversations. You know, that's, that's, saying that, that's old saying, and it's true. All business is conversations. So for me, uh Facebook and LinkedIn are big. If you can see the picture in my head, and you're, it's, it's a big, big virtual room full of people that you need to start having conversations with. Maybe swap your card after chatting to them for a bit, but not your green light to go and throw up all over them about your business. Right. So for me, what I do is I've got a daily method of operation that we teach in our team. is We call it a 23-3. And it's 20 conversations started a day on Facebook, 20 conversations you start every day on LinkedIn, and it's just a hello. Tony, it's just a hello. Just a hello. And it's just a hello. How are you doing? And look, you know, depending on how you started chatting to them, so it could be, hi, Tony, I see that we're both part of the uh, Salt Rock Neighborhood Watch Facebook group or the Facebook or the, or the we're both part of Small Entrepreneurs Durban on LinkedIn. I just thought I'd reach out to you. How are you doing? You know, and that's and that's how we start. Twenty of those. When you do that enough, Tony, if you're having enough of those conversations, because you can imagine if you're connecting with twenty people a day over a month or two months or three months, that's a lot of people you're now having conversations with on direct messages, be it LinkedIn or Facebook. 
And, sure. and so over time, our aim then is to get three people a day to watch our marketing video from those conversations we're having. So you might be one day into a conversation with prospect Y and they'll be ready to watch your link. Or you might be, it might only happen a month later with another prospect. You'll know when the time's right. But the main thing is, is how, the question was, how do we start? Well, we start by saying hello and treating them like a person. That's really good. And so you're initiating that conversation on the front end. You're aiming for 20 a day uh, to do a, a, as a sort of a cold outreach. And then secondarily to that, you're trying to get, you know, three people a day to watch your video, uh, which obviously takes them to sort of your next step. What um, what is your typical frequency of sort of reaching back? Right. You, you go you go to them, you say hello. They say hi back. Uh, then, then you know the conversation's kind of over, if you will. Um, you know, at what frequency do you sort of go back and say, you know, tell me about yourself, and hey, haven't heard from you. Uh, you know, how how do you kind of create the conversation? That's a, yeah, another great question. Look, we use something called Lord, uh, which is location, occupation, recreation, dream. So generally when you're on social media, it doesn't matter where, if you're on Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, Tony, it doesn't matter where in the world they are. So if I, I'll give you an example. I'm supposed to be in Melbourne today as we speak, if it hadn't been for COVID, I'd be in Melbourne right now. So for much of this year, much of my LinkedIn prospecting and Facebook prospecting has been finding people uh, on specific groups on LinkedIn or on Facebook in Melbourne. And so I might reach out to you and I might say to you, Hi Tony, I see that you're part of the Melbourne small business uh, small business owners group on LinkedIn. How are you doing? And then you'll say, "I'm fine, thanks, Andrew. How are you?" All right. So now for me to, ca- I'll come back and I'll say, "I'm superb, thanks." And then the best thing to do is always to find a good question to carry on the conversation. So I would, after you've asked me how I am, I'm going to say to you, "I'm fantastic." Uh, hey, you know. Tony, where about, now I'm going to go to Lord, location, where about in Melbourne are you? And I, I don't know Melbourne from a bar of soap, Tony. I don't know any of the stuff <laughs> in Melbourne. It, it, it really doesn't matter, but it's carrying on the conversation, right. isn't it? And, and it's showing them that I care about them. Right. So you're going, to, you're going to come back, well, I come from Richmond in Melbourne. I don't know, I think there's a suburb there called Richmond. I come from Richmond. Oh, great. And how long have you been living there for? I've been living here for X amount of time. Great. And what do you do? So now we're on to occupation. occupation, right? Yeah. And, and, and look, you must understand a lot of the time guys are throwing questions back at you. And, and why I like LinkedIn more than I like Facebook is because the guy knows, people know you're there for business. Right. LinkedIn is a business network. Look, I love Facebook as well. But what I love about LinkedIn is you can get to the point a lot quicker. There's not as much relationship building that is needed um, in a personal capacity than uh, what is needed on Facebook. You know, and on Facebook, you can start getting a little bit weird if you start asking too many questions. People all know about the stalkers. So you've got to sort of know when you've got to, got to get to the point. Where, and, when, when, and on LinkedIn, you have permission to get to the point a lot quicker. You know, so I might go, hey, you know, where do you live in Melbourne? You know, how long have you been living there for? What do you do? Oh, great. And, you know, how's the business treating you? Uh, and you know, people are always going to come back with answers on that. And then, you know, it's, then it's onto recreation. Okay. Fantastic. So, you, you know, you're a financial broker, you know, what do you guys do for fun there in Melbourne? And then generally what you get people saying is, well, I used to be able to, I used to do this, but now I'm too busy doing that. And then you can sort of just play around on those questions 
And then at the end of it, you can talk a little bit about dreams. You know, you know, okay, fantastic. Look, I was supposed to be coming over to Melbourne and, you know, looking to do this and that. And what, you know, uh, what, um, if you had more time, what would you be doing? Because you can find all these questions out if you just follow the Lord principle, you know. Right. Um, that's great. Sure. And we, and we use Lord, Tony, instead of form, because, you know, form is um, family, occupation, recreation, um, and, and then, you know, uh, your, your money. We use Lord because on social media, on Facebook and, and on and on LinkedIn, people are a little bit uncomfortable talking about their kids, you know, to a stranger. You know, sure. bit, you know, why is a stranger asking you this kicking off how many kids you got? You know? <laughs> so so Lord as in location, re in Lord, it really helps us. Um, it's really a little bit more neutral. It's not as people don't think you're Yeah, as that makes weird. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. So we use that. Yeah, that. That's good. So you use Lord and uh, um, yeah, it's, it's the, the dream component is big, right? Because when you can get someone talking about your dream, that, that enables you to find fit. And yeah, uh, yeah that, that's really great. Um, and, and now everything you're talking about at this point is purely organic. Are, are you using any of the ad platforms within social media or do you not recommend that? Or what, what are your thoughts there? So, so Tony, the first thing I want to say is that it's not that I don't recommend it. I know lots of people who've experienced great results using ads, but you know, I've got some mentors and and that um, that you know as well. And uh, there's a famous saying in network marketing: "What works for you in network marketing doesn't matter. What duplicates matters." And if I'm getting a new person involved today, and a lot of the time they've got a limited budget, and I've got them because I've put out paid ads in their mind, the first thing that they're thinking is that they've got to go and put out paid ads. Um, and that, you know, and so that doesn't duplicate as well. Whereas if I just used, we, we've got a very simple philosophy in our team. So as little as possible to as many people as possible by getting them to watch the link in our case, you know, our videos. And if they like what they see, put them in a call with an app I needed to answer their questions. So if I'm doing that properly, it's way more effective for the new person to say, hey, Jeepers, this makes sense. All I have to do is do what Andrew did with me. And if Andrew, did, <laughs> right. what Andrew, if what Andrew did with them was to get them through paid ads subconsciously or even consciously through the, going on in the back of their mind is, jeepers, if I'm going to succeed in this, I've got to have a big ad budget. You know, so that's number one. Number two, the ad budget, you know, there's some guys who are really good with ads and targeted ads, but that takes time. You right. know, you, you, want to, you want to have a simple duplicatable system that the new dumb person, and I'm saying dumb nicely because in this business, they are still dumb when they're new, but the dumb, that the, the, the you can dumb it down to such a level that the new person can do what you're doing from day one. And they can all say as little as possible to as many people as they can, as possible by getting them to watch a video and put them in a call with you. So for me and my team and our team, we're not big on ads whatsoever. It's not that I don't recommend them, but I think that's more of an internet marketers. Uh, it should be in an internet marketers toolbox more than it should be in a network marketers toolbox. Having said that, nothing wrong with doing ad paid ads, nothing wrong with it. Sure. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, cause the reality is in, in the business of network marketing, you're going to spend most of your time networking. And so my guess is that experience should be as authentic as possible. And to your point, um, e easily duplicated, uh, which, which this is. I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no barrier to entry. I mean, other than your time. Uh, and, and so that, 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 that does seem like a smarter strategy. Um, what, uh, when you're doing the, the targeting of audiences, now you talked about, you know, finding groups in a general area. When do you, do you use the search tool at all? I mean, like how, how are you using the search tool in order to really get that, 
that specific individual that you're trying to target? Love that question as well. So Tony, I used to have a premium, premium LinkedIn account and I canceled it because once again, I realized that I can't expect my new person to go and get a premium LinkedIn account. So everything that we do is with the most basic. So I've just got the basic LinkedIn account and it's very easy for you to go in there and in the search area, look for people in, in certain areas that you're going to. For instance, I was very easily able to target Melbourne um, this year and it's very easy to go and find groups. You know, so you can go look uh, entrepreneurs, Melbourne, uh, small business owners, Melbourne. Um, uh, you can go and find all that sort of stuff very easily. So LinkedIn is a very uh, obviously the on the on the premium on the premium account that you can get there. There's way more in depth uh, search targeting uh, fields, but LinkedIn, the basic one, is has got everything that you need. So. So yeah, I look for, generally we're looking for professionals and the professionals that we look for on LinkedIn are, what I mean by that are your financial advisors, commission-based people, uh, real estate people, um, mortgage brokers, sales people. People are used to earning a commission. We find that they are generally more open. Uh, I try and stay away from, you know, your from your, well, let's put this way, not stay away at all, but it's not really a big target. I was to go and look for doctors and you might have a health product that you have, which doctors are, you know, you are going to go and target doctors, but we, for our products and for what we do, we look for, for definitely for your business professionals, which are your commissioned earners. And that's also very easy to find on LinkedIn. Facebook, it's a little bit different. Facebook, you've got to obviously go and look at, for the best way to do things there is by location, obviously as well, friends or friends. And then you can go and look for, I'm very big on looking at people's profile pics. You can pick up a lot very quickly there because you know you want to be prospecting peer level and above. And it's the same on LinkedIn. And I'm going to get to what your profile yourself should look like in a moment as well. Uh, but definitely on LinkedIn, it's very simple. You can go look, literally you can look by profession. You can go and look by location uh, pretty, pretty easily. Did you say peer level and above? Yeah. What What, what do you mean by that? So, so one of the first things I learned in network marketing is that you'd always always be looking for people on the same peer level as you or above. Um, one of the biggest mistakes new network marketers make is they go and look for the people they think need a business, the desperate people, um, instead of finding the best business partners they can. So when you're on social media, as an example, when you're on Facebook and LinkedIn, that same principle holds true. Look for people that are on your same peer level or above. So if you're a seven or eight on the socioeconomic, on the, on the LSM, on the LSM uh, um, uh, ladder, look for people who are eight, nine, or tens. Because if you're looking for six or sevens, those six or sevens are going to duplicate what you're doing and then look for fours and fives. And then the fours and fives are going to duplicate and look for twos and threes. And twos or threes can't afford any pack, never mind the pack, never mind you know a good, a good pack in network marketing. And so we, right. we really are looking for people who are your peer level and above. And those generally are the business professionals. Um, and on LinkedIn, they are easy to find. They're easy to find by putting in, you know, the, the, you know I can go Cape Town. Uh, uh, I can go look financial services. And LinkedIn will put, pick me up all those connections and put them all there for me to start talking to. Yeah, that's really good. I just wanted to pull that out because, I, you know, some people may not be familiar with that term. And, and to your point, what you're trying to do is build a winning team. Uh, and, uh, you know, you want to start with winners. That's how you, that's how you build a winning team. Um, and, and so I think, I think that's a, a really a great point. Um, when, when you're going through and you're initiating relationship in an online environment, what, what are sort of the rules of engagement? I mean, you talked a little bit about the rules of engagement in an offline environment. Um, 
you know, I, my guess is they're similar in an online environment, but you know, what, what are some things people should be conscious of uh, when they're, they're trying to prospect online? So look, obviously, most of the people you're reaching to on Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, these are people that you don't know. You might have someone or some people that you know in common, and that's great. You know, hey, Joe, I see that we both know Sally Ann in common. You know, how do you know? You, know, that you can start a conversation. So, but, so, but most of the people are going to be strangers. And so you know, the biggest mistake I see people make is that they'll go, you know, I've got, and, and you probably get them all the time. They go, uh, hi, Andrew, and I'll go, hi, Tony, how are you doing? And then they'll go, I'm fantastic. Listen, I'm, I've started a business and, you know, we've started, you know, we, we do these creams and these creams come out of the Amazon jungle and they, they're only one of its kind and they just start throwing up on you. And I think a lot of amateur network marks, a lot of people who haven't perfected, you know, the skills that they need, they tend to think that they must just uh, pitch their product and it's not really the product that needs to be pitched. It's just for number one relationship, build a bit of trust and then find out what the person's problems are, what their challenges are, what their dreams are. And then introduce your product, your opportunity as a possible solution to them reaching their dreams or solving a problem that they have. So the biggest thing, the biggest do that I, the biggest thing that I would say that don't do is don't, don't throw up your business opportunity the moment you've met someone. And it's like going back to what I said to you about five, 10 minutes ago in the beginning. I said, you know, it's a, it's a banquet hall. Imagine, imagine I walked up to you at a banquet hall. And you, I walked up to you and I, and I said, hi, Tony, my name's Andrew. And you said, hi, Andrew. You know, we both got our name tags on like we would have on Facebook. You can see my name. Hi, Andrew, how are you doing? I said, Tony, I'm well, thank you. And I go straight into my business pitch. I mean, you're going to walk miles away from me. You're going to get away from me as soon as you can. But if I sat and chatted to you and, 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 and got to know you a bit, you know, we might only do business two, three, four weeks later. But we've swapped cards. I mean, getting to know each other. And that's the same right. on social media. That's the rule of engagement. Get to know the person that you're looking to build a business relationship with. You're not trying to sell them anything. Tony, network marketing, yes, it's important to retail products. It's very important to do that. But network marketing is about building long-term business relationships and going on a journey with people. Best you start that off in the right way, you know? Yeah, I think that's really a great point. You know, what you said there was focus on building the business relationship as opposed to selling the product. And uh, you know, so many times we, uh, we get this tendency, I think, to get very excited about the new thing we found and our confidence is found in the product instead of, you know, the, the conveyance of the opportunity and, uh, you know, our really, our, our, our smartness, our intelligence to jump on the opportunity ourselves. Um, you know, and, and, and that confidence piece is so important because, uh, if you if you're reliant on the product to provide your your confidence for you, uh, my guess is that you're kind of starting on on weak ground, if you will. Um, so yeah. I, I love that. Focus on the business relationship over the product. I think it's obviously really great advice. Yeah, yeah um, Tony, what, what I say to people, so just because this is so important, if people can get this clarity in their heads, and then 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 doing the right things on on LinkedIn and Facebook becomes so much easier. Always. Always picture yourself in the banquet hall. Right. And, and always picture yourself physically going up to your prospect and speaking to them. And always think to yourself, am what I'm doing right now, am I about to make them run to the other side of the room or not? Or am I go or am what I'm about to do make going to make them want to engage and talk to me more? Maybe we're gonna now go and pick up a glass of wine together and chat more. You know, have that picture in your mind. And you know as well as I, most people should know that if you start just throwing up your business all over him, 
they're not going to stick around long enough for you to have a glass of wine with them. They're going to look around and see who else they can talk to quickly. So always have that picture in your mind. And if you can keep that picture clear, you're going to be guided by what's the right thing to do with these people, you know, with your prospects. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I, I think I think that's so important because so many of us make that mistake. Speaking of mistakes, you know, you, you're speaking through the voice of experience. You said that when you started out, you know, you made a lot of mistakes because you didn't have a mentor. What uh, What are some of the biggest mistakes you've made? Exactly that. No, I just did a lot of things so wrong so so often in the beginning Tony, that, that somehow some people had some people did stick around, but that's because I just spoke to so many people. So. I, I just ran around the banquet hall um, handing out not only my business card, but my entire business document to everyone, if you can imagine that, you know. So, right. so, so I would I had a cut and paste where I just got, hi, Tony, my name's Andrew. I said we're both friends here on LinkedIn, or we both know in this group on LinkedIn. Hey, Tony, let me tell you about my business. And I'd go, boom, 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 boom. And listen, you know, I'd, li- I'd, I'd, I'd list all the things about my business, and I'd say, now, if you'd like to talk to me more about that, you know, just send me a message back. And I think maybe one in 500 would get back to me somehow, but absolutely, <laughs> you know. And, and, and I just think, and I look, you know, often, you know, when you go and look at your Facebook conversations from 10 years ago, you know, um, or, or, or your LinkedIn conversations, I mean, I get cold shivers down my spine when I see some of the things that I used to do because I just right. used to throw my business up on them. And I just think, had I, had I just known what I know now, I probably would have been so much more effective. So the biggest mistake I did was I did used to throw up on people. I was so excited about where I was going. And it was my excitement and my enthusiasm, which number one, kept me going. But number two, probably hurt me because I just threw up on everyone. So that's the biggest mistake I made in the beginning. The day that I realized that less is more, was the thing was when things really started to change for me. And I've really got a friend of mine, Todd Falcone, to thank to thank for that. You know, um, right. he taught me so much about that. And um, and and then it was from that point on that I really started having great success on particularly LinkedIn. Yeah, and and you bring up Todd Falcone, and uh, you know it just speaks to the power of mentors and how important they are in really shaping how to use what you know. Uh, I think often we're so reliant on what we know, uh, but we don't know how to use it. And, uh, and mentors have that past experience to really help us know how to use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's really, really good. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that profile component. You mentioned it along the way, you know, pro the profile in a LinkedIn environment is really the online business card. Uh, what, what are the elements that should be in it? How do you set that up so that it's, you know, it's an effective tool? Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so the first thing is your picture. Um, number one, the do's and don'ts, and this can go for LinkedIn or Facebook. Don't have a picture of your dog or you know your kids. You know, uh, we all know we all love our kids dearly, but you're a business person. You're on LinkedIn and you're on Facebook because you want to do business. So, um, make it a business-looking photograph. Make make it of a photograph of of you that. Um, makes you look like a successful pe- person that people would want to follow. So you've obviously got your profile pic and you've got your banner pic and the profile pic should always be, you know, a, a shoulder, uh, a shoulder pic, you know, above uh, a headshot type thing, because mm-hmm. when you're commenting on other people's posts, um, that's what they see. You know, they always see that little dot. So they want to see your face clearly. Um so if you go to my if you go to my LinkedIn profile, Andrew Eaton on LinkedIn, you'll see there that my that mine is very professional. 
The other big no-no is do not put your company product or branding all over your pictures. You know, we see so many network marketing people put their product pictures on their Facebook profile as a a Facebook uh, profile pic or something like that. No one cares about your product, guys. You know, they want to know what you can do for them. They don't know what, they don't care about what your product looks like in a box, you know, what it looks like in its tube. (laughs) They really don't. Okay. So, so, so it's definitely your pro sell yourself first, guys. Sell yourself first. And your first, you know, just like in real life, in that banquet room, first impressions count. You know, if you dressed properly in that banquet room versus, you know, wearing short, short slops and t shirts in the banquet room, when you go up and you're going to talk to the person, they're going to take you more seriously if you're looking professional. And it's the same on your Facebook profile and your LinkedIn profile. And as a network marketer, these are your. These are this is your playground, guys. You, you you need to dress up on your profile in those pictures. So make sure your picture looks looks professional. Do not put pictures of your granny on your kids, your dog, your 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 products. It's you. So that's number one. The second thing is, um, you know, uh, I'm going to go a little bit more technical here. But if you go and you go and look at how your your um your fields when you set up your profile, uh. Make your headline. Don't put. Don't put. Um, say your company's name is um, ABC Network Marketing Company. Don't say. Don't say affiliate of ABC Network Network Marketing Company because the first thing that's going to happen is you give away all your trade secrets up front and people can go and Google it. So on your headline in in LinkedIn, I'm only going to go through the LinkedIn profile for now, uh, Tony. So, so yeah, no, this the- is great. This, this yeah. is really good. So on your for your headline, you know, for instance, I've got the visionary home-based business expert, top company income earner, international business in over 30 countries. So I'm telling them who I am. I'm telling them why they should take me seriously. But I haven't got the company ABC uh, affiliate. It's me, visionary home-based business expert. I'm a top company income earner. I'm an international business in over 30 countries. Then they've got current position. A lot of mis- a lot uh, um, a lot of you know. Once again, you want to get Andrew. Yeah. Just just to make sure, can you slow that down and say that again? Because you you've got so much power in how you've phrased all of that. I want to make sure it doesn't get mixed. Miss, can you just say that one more time, but slowly? Okay, and I do apologize. I talk a bit fast. Even my own team uh, criticizes me for that. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. There's so much that goes on in, on in this brain, Tony, and there's so much that needs to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I relate to that. <laughs> so, so your headline, um, talk about you, just in one line. You know, but talk about what you can do for people now. So, so for me, I put the visionary home-based business expert, top company income earner, international business in over thirty countries. I did not put the top affiliate of company XYZ, the company that I represent. And the reason I don't do that is because no one cares about my company. Number one, you know, that's not why they clicked on my profile. They don't care. You know. And number two, if they did click on my profile and saw my company name, the first thing they're going to go and do is Google said company. And we all know there's not a network marketing company in this world, Tony, that doesn't have negative stuff written about it on social media. All right. right. So you don't, you, you don't want to give your prospect the, the, t- the, the chance to go and look at your company negative reviews before you've even had the chance to properly engage with them. So I'd leave your company yeah, name. That's, that's good. Yeah. Okay? Um, then for current position – don't say, once again, don't say affiliate for company XYZ. So my, the, the lovely thing is it doesn't actually matter what you write, write there. LinkedIn will post it and put it in the appropriate place. So I've just got there, 
My current position is working from home at a revolutionary way for business professionals and entrepreneurs to work from home. So if you, you know, so that's what I put in there. And if you go to my LinkedIn profile, there it is. So it's this current position. It tells me once again, subtly telling my people that I can help them work from home. Uh, education. I've just, you know, just, I've just put my latest education country, put where you are, location where you are, and then industry is what it is. Now, now here, here here's the important part. Um, where it says on your profile, where it says about. Yes, that's a, that's a critical component. Tell your story. Tell your story. So, so I've told my, I've, 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 I've done a little bit of my story there because I want people to be able to relate to me. See, I'm looking for people. I'm looking for people that are looking for a better way, that are looking for solutions. I've said in my, I've said in my bio there, um, uh, uh, Andrew Eaton, visionary home-based business expert, top company income earner, international business in over 30 countries. If they're going to go past that, and they're going to read the about section. I'm going to tell my stories. Facts tell, stories sell. So start your story then immediately. And you'll be amazed at how many people will say to you, I read your profile about, about you and I relate. We're going through the same thing. How can you help me? Yeah, that's and really good. So mine is, you know, I, I'll, read you my, my, I'll read you my first paragraph. My entire, so it says about, and I'll start. My entire world started to change on the 22nd of September, 2008. My wife, Paul, and I were in the car on our way to spend a weekend in Swaziland to celebrate our first wedding anniversary. Just after going through the border into Swaziland, my phone rang. It was my business partner who had just stepped out of a meeting with our funders. He informed me that they'd pulled out of our business with immediate effects with no prospect of any payments at month end. My heart stopped. That was the weekend I found out what being broke felt like. Now, the guy wants to read further now. I'm telling him a story. And he's right. going to relate somewhere. Somewhere here is going to relate. Yeah, that's or he's good. Going to yeah. know what someone is going to relate. Yeah, it creates a, a bridge, you know, from from sort of their experience to your experience, right? That's it's that relatability piece. It's what takes it from a a cold sort of prospecting uh, experience to a little bit more of a warm relationship. Yes, absolutely. They want to relate. You know, and we all know, I mean, we all know in network marketing, the story sells. So on your LinkedIn profile, start your story. And if you're still experiencing the nightmare or you're still in the beginning part of your journey, make that part of your story. Find a good way of telling your story to lots of people. And your LinkedIn profile is one of those places where you can reach a lot of people. That's really good. And, and so let's talk just, uh, you know, again, you kind of, uh, I want to get into the, a the actual mechanics, maybe a little bit deeper of converting that conversation from the nice to meet you. You go through the, the Lord components, the, you know, location, occupation, recreation, dream piece. Um, you go through all that. Uh, now how do you get to the checkout my proposition? Like what, how do you convert that from that relational conversation to, the invitation. I love this part because, you know, one of the things I really struggled with until, until about 2013, 2013, I signed up about 250 to 300 people personally into my business through LinkedIn. And it was exactly because of what you're mentioning now, the ability to transition from the, from the Lord, from the location, occupation, recreation, and, 
and 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 uh, and dream. Um, now, what you'll find there are two kinds of people that that when you engage with them with those questions, there's two kinds of people. Tony, the first are going to be the people that are pretty self. I'm saying this in a nice way, but pretty self-centered. They they're just answering your questions, but they're never asking you about yourself. You know, right? <laughs> okay, right. And and there's nothing wrong with that because you can ask them as many questions as you want. The second kind of person is eventually going to ask you, "What do you what What do you do?" I mean, they're going to ask you at some stage. If you if you keep conversing, at some stage they're going to ask you, "What do you do?" And then that stage you've got to have your little elevator pitch available. You know. Um, so, so when people ask me or Andrew, what do you do? I, I tell them, you know, I don't want to say it here because it's going to give away my company and all that sort of stuff. And that's not what I want to do here. Sure. Right, but, right, right. But, but basically, you know, um, right now during COVID, I've got a great one. So well, I help people set up home-based businesses and earn, and earn euros in commission. Oh, how do you do that? Now, the biggest mistake people do then is they start telling them how they do it. And then that's when I say to him, listen, well, if you're really serious, you know, if I were to send you a link to a few short videos explaining what we do, would you like to take a look at them and I can pop on a call with you tomorrow? But, you know, if you're serious, yeah, sure. So that's an easy way to transition when they ask me what to do. I just say to him, well, I help you find businesses and earn earn euros and commissions. Um, And and it's so simple. Uh, You know, I mean, so many people, I think, you know, they, they build these expectations into their own head that now they have to sell, but you're, you're not, you're, you're letting the person self-discover. It sounds like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so on the, on the, on the person that doesn't ask you, you know, and I remember you, you're, um, you're prospecting someone. um, So eventually, you know, and this is where Todd helped me. He helped me try and, you you know, transfer the, the conversation into a more, into, into start a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to call it a pitch, but you know, talk about your business more. So there's a, you know, there's a great line that Todd sells in one of his courses called, um, uh, uh, I think it's called Prospecting Professionals, something like that. Like, I mean, I did it, but in it, he talks about, you know, he, he actually gets on on the phone and he starts uh, phoning real estate agents. All right. And he'll go through a bit of Lord himself. And then he'll on the phone say to him, listen, I realize this is a shot in the dark and I'm not even sure if there's a fit. But may I ask you a question? So you ask permission to ask a question. The person says, yeah, sure. You go, you go then, well, as I said, I'm not even sure if there's a fit, but you know, I'm looking to expand my business into Melbourne. I'm looking for some sharp people based on our conversation. Because remember, this is a person that has not asked you what you do yet. So they've just right. been telling you everything that they're doing. So based on what you've been telling me, I think there's a fit. But may I ask if you'd all keep your options open in terms of, now if you're talking to an entrepreneur, may I ask you if you at all keep your options in terms of other business projects, if you're talking to a commission-based person in terms of other ways um, of, of, of making money, outside of what you're currently doing as a real estate agent, outside of what you're currently doing in your pet shop business. Right. So 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 that's how you transition. So you can go from a whole, bunch of, a whole bunch of Lord, let's assume they never asked you what you do. Eventually, I'm going to say to you, Tony, may I ask you a question? Sure, you may. Okay, well, look, it's a complete shot in the dark, and I'm not even sure if there's a fit. But may I ask you if you'd, if you'd all keep your options open in terms of making money outside of what you're doing as a as a as a real estate agent? I'm looking to I'm looking to expand my business into the Florida area, and uh, and I think maybe there could be a fit. There's only two things you're going to say. Three things. No, I'm not interested. I'm not open minded. Right. Very rarely people right. say they don't keep the options open. Two, you're going to say open-minded. Well, yeah, you know. Two, they're gonna two two they're gonna say. Sure, of course I do. Three, well, it all depends. So one's an e- the one's easy one. If they say they're not open, say no problems. Thanks for your time. Two, if they say, 
Um, absolutely, I'm very open-minded. You're just going to say, great, if I were to send you a link to a few short videos explaining what we do, would you take a look at it? We can hop on a call tomorrow morning. You know? Right. Three, if they say to you, well, it all depends, the answer is, yeah, sure, it all depends. But right now, I'm just asking whether you're open-minded. <laughs> no, I'm not open-minded. <laughs> I never said you're open-minded. The worst you're going to get is, is as long as it's not one of those pyramid things. My answer to that is, would never get involved with any of those. If we'd never be involved with any of those, because we're not, you know, they're not right. Yeah. So, um, so that's the worst one you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, it's the closest. It's the closest with a misconception, right? Correct. And and that and that's just it. And and so I guess you know, sort of um, uh, wrapping this up because uh, we're we're at the end of our time. Unfortunately, man, I could talk to you for a long time, and uh, hopefully we'll do this again. But in wrapping that up, how do you address that last part when when you know when somebody when you do get to, you know, this is network marketing. I told you I didn't want to talk about it. The, one of those pyramid things. How do you address that? Uh, most of the time, when people have watched our links, their limiting beliefs on it have changed. And remember, that the, the, the links in the videos are there to 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 sift and sort. They're not there to sell. Gotcha. Or your marketing tools not there to to sell. It's there to sift and sort. So, you know, what I found is if they've watched the videos, and I can, you know, with us, we've actually got a whole platform. I can see you can see when they watch the videos. If you reach out to them and say, "Hey, John, I saw you watch the videos," and they don't reply, and you send, send then a day later you say, "Hey, John." You know, uh, just checking in whether you, you know, what you like most about what you saw and they don't reply. Well, well, you know, get the message, you know, three t- strike three, move on. You know, they, they clearly didn't like what they saw in the videos and it's, and the video has right, done its right. job for you. It's, it's sort, it's sifting and sorting. It's done its job. Um, if they do come on and say, listen, yeah, I like what I saw, but you know, I, this does look very network marketing type thing. And I say, absolutely. It changed my life. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah, man, that's terrific. I, I just love talking to you. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I guess uh, the last thing in parting, just for the sake of uh, making things kind of boiled down and clear, it, it'll probably summarize a lot of what you said already. Uh, if somebody is, uh, you know, getting off this podcast, they've they've listened to it, they're ready to roll. Um, they're going to go out and they're going to try to uh, really push the the social marketing via LinkedIn or otherwise. What are sort of the the quick one, two, three takeaways you would give them right now? Fix up your profile. Make it look professional. Number one, first impressions count. Guys, Tony, once again, pretend you're in the banquet room. First impressions count. That's a, that's, that's a basic human principle. You've got one second to make a good impression. You shake the hand, the person's hand with a weak hand, they have a bad impression. You know, So it's the same with your Facebook profile. If you have a picture of you downing a beer, on your Facebook profile, you're not going to leave a good first impression for, for a business person. People who like to party, man, they're going to love you. All right? but, you know, <laughs> okay. um, but in terms of business people, make sure that your business profile, your, your Facebook and your LinkedIn profile looks like a business. Number two, do 20 convers- start 20 conversations a day and be consistent at that because, you know, most people get despondent because they do 20 conversations, they do start 20 conversations today, tomorrow, and the next day, and maybe only four or five people have replied and this is hard work, um, but they don't realize if they just kept going for 60 to 90 days, they'd have so many conversations happening, they wouldn't know what to do at the time. They, 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 they quit the, day, the DMO too soon. Give it, give it 60 to 90 days of daily connections, 30 uh, tw- 20 connections, 20 connections a day. Three, make sure 
that you follow the Lord principle, location, occupation, recognition, dream. Do not throw your business up on them. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. Uh, Andrew, I, I just so much appreciate your time. This has been fantastic. Like I said, definitely looking forward to, you know, continuing to get to know you and, and doing this again. Uh, you're, you're, you're fantastic and a wealth of knowledge. So I appreciate you and thank you. Tony, absolute pleasure being on here. It's actually a privilege, man. You guys are you guys are doing such amazing things for the network marketing profession. So thank you so much, and I'm I feel very privileged that you guys, um, you know, have thought uh, of little old me here in South Africa contributing, and I'm happy to contribute in any way I can. So thank you so awesome. much. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to get your copies of the Momentum Makers book series by visiting us online at go.momentummakers.io. And be sure to join our Facebook group, Momentum Makers Group. We're so excited to be a part of what drives your momentum.